0: Yet, we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. One of the top questions we get all the time is, how do you coach someone who doesn't listen? How do you coach someone who's really, really difficult? It's tough. Now, remember, coaching, you control Roughly fifty percent of the equation The other fifty percent is how they respond. So often, when I talk to managers and leaders and they say, "Oh, I have this employee who just doesn't listen and they always interrupt and say, "Yeah, but and they're full of excuses." It's probably one of the most common things that we hear in our business. So I just gave you insight. You control roughly fifty percent of the equation. If what you're doing in terms of driving your coaching through you, meaning your approach, and it's not working. There's a technique that you can use where you control their response. Let me walk you through it. Now, before I give you the details, please do not start out a coaching relationship with this. Make sure that you've had a couple attempts at having thoughtful conversations and maybe you're just at your wits end. You've given it five or six tries. They keep interrupting. They're still resistant. They're adverse to change. You get the idea. So here's the thing that I want you to think about is setting up the conversation. So I typically call this person a character. Yeah, but Bob. Yeah, but Bob's got his butt out before you get to the end of your first sentence because he already knows you're wrong. And he already knows he's not at fault. I'm pretty sure you're probably thinking of someone right now. Now, as we go forward, you're going to use a couple different steps. The first step is to tell Bob you're going to provide him some feedback. And you're going to do it thoughtfully by asking for permission. Bob, would you mind if I shared with you a couple opportunities where I think we can work more effectively together as teammates? And he might say, well, yes, because it's rhetorical. And he typically will say yes. You then say, I'm going to ask you to do something a little bit different, Bob. And this is called the rule of engagement. Bob, I want you to just kind of digest what I'm going to say. I don't want you to respond. I want to get all the way through it without being interrupted. I've given this conversation a lot of thought and I want to give you the same opportunity. So first you start with a permission question, then the rule of engagement. The rule of engagement you deliver with the objective of being fair to yeah, but Bob, even though you're conditioning him not to interrupt. When you ask for permission and get it, which you will, then you use the rule of engagement. So Bob, I'd like to share with you a couple of perspectives and I'd like you to just digest it, not say anything, really be in the moment to digest what I'm saying and ascertain what it means. Then what I'd like to do, Bob, is take a break. And I want to give you a good half an hour, hour to just kind of think it through. And then we'll get back together and continue the conversation. Here's where you create a second rule of engagement. So Bob, I'm, I'm going to kind of just set an expectation. If you start interrupting me, I'm going to get up and walk out. And then I'm going to come back in 60 seconds later and we'll just continue but I want to get all the way through it because I really do want you to think about it. Notice my tone. This is not because I'm mad. This is not punitive. Now, it will be tough on Bob. He will know deep down why this is being done, but you're controlling the response. So again, permission. Bob, would you mind if I shared with you a couple opportunities where we can work more effectively together? And Bob, I'd love to share these things with you and I'd love to have you just sit back, digest, reflect a little bit, And then let's get back together in an hour or tomorrow afternoon, whatever you deem appropriate. Once you provide that to him and he lets you get all the way through, you leave him with a reflection question. So Bob, now hearing this, I want you to come back and share with me what you're going to do to successfully alter and improve some of the things I've shared with you it's called a self-actualized question. What are you going to do to successfully change and improve some of the things I provided you feedback? Let's get back together in a couple hours. I'll meet you in conference room A. So the three steps, permission, engagement, maybe a second engagement. I reserve the right to walk out of the room. And then last, When you use reflection, which is really time, and by the way, time does a wonderful thing. It gets them thinking. See, coaching is all about emotional intelligence and getting them to look in the mirror. Someone who already knows you're wrong before you get to the verb lacks emotional intelligence. They lack self-awareness. So what you have to do is condition and create an apparatus so the response allows them to participate. When they come back, I guarantee you, you will notice a tone and a behavioral change. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7- to 21-day programs for employees